0: we're watching therapy and you couldn't tell if the kid was doing well or not. It was like, where's the feedback? Like if you ever were to see me in therapy, a kid does the smallest thing, not even right, but like halfway. Right. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm <laughs> pumped. Right. I'm like, good job. you. Nice. Did like I'm firing them up. Right. But over there it was like, dirt, 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 like very drill oriented, yeah. very little feedback. And so little things like that, that it's like, you gotta like kids learn through play like that was a novel concept.
1: Hey guys my name is Katie Enterkin and I'm on a mission to help humans become the best possible versions of themselves and to unveil what I like to call the beautiful beast that already lives inside us all and welcome to the podcast about everything and a little bit of nothing. I've had the privilege to talk to all kinds of different humans who have been through a plethora of A myriad of experiences just being a human and existing. These are real conversations with real people, getting to know each other, sharing stories that make us cry, and occasionally pee our pants with laughter. We talk about all kinds of life stuff, parenthood, business, life goals, fitness, chasing your dreams, and yes, even some animal noises are involved. For more information, keep listening. This is the Unveiling the Beast podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. So do you have certain friends where like every time you get together with them you laugh so hard your cheeks hurt or like your whole face hurts? Well, in this episode, I'm hanging out with my home slice, Danny Newcomb. She is a freaking badass, former personal trainer turned speech pathologist who now works with the autistic population, specifically children. We kick off our little chit chat by, of course, catching up and, you know, talking about sexy lingerie backdrops and gallon water bottles. Then we discussed a few special trips that she took to China. And then somehow our conversation naturally steered toward intuitive eating and diet culture, which if you've been listening to me long enough, you know it's like my love language. As always, I hope something lands with you today. I hope something you hear tugs on your heartstrings and or I hope you laugh. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am with Danny Newcomb. Danny Newcomb. Danny Newcomb.
0: (laughs) That's me. That's me.
1: (laughs) And this is actually round two. We recorded a really fabulous episode a few months ago. And we'll just leave it to your imagination of what could possibly go wrong with an episode.
0: <laughs> Everything. My computer shut off. Thirty and <laughs> like Katie was singing by herself.
1: <laughs> Danny Nuka da- Was that the- was that what I was singing? I think. you feel like
0: she doesn't know that it turned off. <laughs>
1: I still have videographic evidence.
0: Where you're by yourself. I was like, no, no, like running around trying to get it on my phone. And then we realized the audio was better when I got it on my phone.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, And now she came up with a new idea, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Since I record these in my closet.
0: (laughs) I'm excited about this.
1: You know, just for shits and giggles or pooping and laughing, (laughs) as my husband would say, um, I put uh, my nicer articles of clothing behind me as like, um, uh, what's it called? Backdrop. Backdrop. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It creates a nice, yes, a backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. She suggested. Mm -hmm.
0: Go ahead. Hang some dirty, raunchy lingerie right behind you with some <laughs> freaky sex stuff, and let's just throw like it out there. Then like so your, <laughs> your next <laughs> podcast guest, your next podcast guest, you're like, okay, click on, hey, and they're like, oh gosh, what's hanging behind you? I'm oh, so sorry, like <laughs> my <me. bad. laughs> Well We've come so far. <laughs> we have. By the way, I mean you. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't taking you credit move for all the fucking. I did. I did in my, my new digs. I am nice. still in Indiana. Still cold as balls. In fact, it's <laughs> snowing right now. Oh, how's that working out? It's cold. It's cold. cold. The dog loves the snow. I'm still not great at driving in the snow, but. It's not bad. It's not yeah. horrible. But apparently it's been a mild winter. So let's hope it stays that way. So yes, in that case we have both come so far. Oh, look. Yay. Every day. Every, day I, drink from, every day. I drink from that gallon. I like brought it to the new clinic that I'm working at. And uh-huh. manager acts in, she's like, Oh, is that a gallon? I was like, Yeah, girl,
1: gotta say is hi to Is that baby. a gallon? You started I the trend. I have now bought that thing for four people.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. I love this thing. Haul it to the gym. I'm like I'm hydrated. I'm healthy. Yeah. I pee a lot. Uh, I pee all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm healthy.
1: Excellent. So Danny. Katie. I just gave your name three syllables. Danny ya. Danny I used to
0: drive my dad nuts when I was growing up. And I'd say, no. uh, And he would be like, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? uh... Stop it. Stop. uh... And he would do that. Exactly (laughs) what we're doing. He'd do it right back at us. Stop. uh... And he was like, ew, dad, gross. Not being the way that you are. Don't do that. Tough. Tough. Tough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So, can so. you tell my listeners, plural, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit about who you be, where you at, what ah, you do? No, I don't like where, what you do. What you do.
0: <laughs> what that thing <dang> do. <laughs>
1: you know what that
0: <laughs> Um. So, I am a speech language pathologist, Ooh. and I know it sounds fancy. Um, I currently work with kids with autism okay there's terminology it used to be children with autism and now the terminology is shifting to autistic children okay. it's like I can't keep up with the labels so I work with the autism population all kids and that's what I do I work at two clinics I'm in South Bend Indiana uh, home of Notre Dame and uh, I know I'm in a college town. I am a very amateur dog mom <laughs> to a very, very wonderful, but extremely hyper pup named Rocky. And uh, that's about it. That's, that's all cool. That. Oh, and I blog. I have a blog. Ooh. I call myself a blogger. I don't know you if You can, can call, call yourself a blogger. A blogger. Well, then I'm a blogger on the side, aspiring your novelist. Say? It is the MessySLP.com.
1: And ladies so. and gentlemen, I will post it in the show notes. Perfect. Ooh, oh, fancy.
0: fancy. I know what it's called now. <laughs> so fancy. I think last notes. time it was, I'll post it
1: in that, whatever you call it. <laughs> whatever it is. Ah, <laughs> ah,
0: that thing man. where you can click and you put the links?
1: Uh, yes Put it in the show notes girl <laughs> Hell yeah I have a funny story for you Just like off the record Excellent. I'm having one of those Dumb days <laughs> well, They happen, they yeah, happen. I, It happens a lot after you <laughs> You know Grow a penis inside of your uterus And you know <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: the best way That anybody's ever phrased that <laughs> penis
1: inside of you so so yeah i was having i'm having one of those days one of those stupid days and um my husband and i went to get jersey mics Mm. and i paid and the guy's like here sign here please and i signed it and i was like do you get a copy too (laughs) the guy goes (laughs) Um. Yeah, the one you just signed. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, duh!" You're like,
0: "Oh man, sorry, I honey. I'm glad that, the- <laughs> that for the next ten years of my life. Thanks. You wake up at two a.m. Of course, he's getting the receipt. Katie, good. Job.
1: <laughs> Caitlin Noel. Caitlin Noel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: stupid. Oh man. <laughs> So how did you get into speech pathology? Speech.
0: Um, so I had graduated with my undergraduate degree and I was personal training mm-hmm. and I was coaching volleyball and I, like, I loved both of those jobs. In fact, I would love to coach again, um, but personal training, I was just like, I'm not finding fulfillment in this, mm-hmm. um, knew that I wanted to work with kids because I loved coaching, I was going to be a teacher and then I was I decided to um, go back to school while I was young and Mm -hmm. had the time and didn't have kids or anything like that and um, my stepmom is a speech pathologist so it had come down to a school psychologist or a speech pathologist and I went and observed her in a classroom. Um, She was in a special ed classroom and I just watched her interact with these kids Um, But more importantly, I watched these kids interact with her Mm -hmm. and they just loved her. And so then I was like, all right, yeah, I think I could do that. And so truly, like when I say it was on a whim, it was on a whim. Like I hated when it was like, let's get to know each other at the beginning of the (laughs) quarter. And they were like, why did you get into speech? And there's people that are like, oh, my brother got speech when he was growing up. And (laughs) oh, I had speech when I was growing up. And I was like, I mean... (laughs) This is less school than a school psychologist, and I like to talk, so I feel like I could help people talk. (laughs) Um, I got very lucky, and my whim ended up being truly what I think I'm meant to be doing on this planet, so I got very very lucky because I don't think that everybody ends up, you know, I don't think everybody's whim ends up being, like, yeah, this is for sure the path that I was supposed to go down. So yeah. I got pretty lucky. So, yeah, I learned about it from my stepmom, and then I was like, yeah, all right, sure, I'll do that. And then it ended <laughs> up, I was like, I love this job. And, like, I, I love will, it. <laughs> I think I say it probably on a daily basis. I'm like, I love my job. Like, that's I'm good, one though. Of those people. It is. And it's that's like, really good. It's nice because, you know, I mean, especially working with kids, I mean, gosh, working in this field or any allied health you know, I'll be, I'll be that person that -hmm. allied health is hard. I think when you're working with people in any regard, whether it be retail or when you're dealing with keeping somebody else happy,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, that's it's hard. And then you add in, you know, this, some of the medical stuff that you'll see and like some of the behaviors that you'll see and stuff like at the end of the day, sometimes it's like, well, today sucked, but to have that, like, but I love my job to yeah. so, like fall back on. I think it's pretty cool, and I think I got super super
1: lucky. Yeah. So I'm one of the yeah. Lucky ones, I mean, I not a. I want to say the majority of the population probably doesn't like their job, or at least doesn't love their job. I know. I like so my job. I mean, a the fact that you love your job is pretty cool, and two, the fact that it was <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it was on a whim. I know, I know. And Roman numeral three, <laughs> you're a badass.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks, badass speech pathologist, here yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how I got into speech pathology.
1: That is so cool. Love it, love so, it. So I want to ask you, I know yeah. we basically had this conversation already <laughs> when I really didn't know anything, but um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for the longest time, I was watching her post pictures of her with thousands and millions of children in China, right? Is China? Uh-huh, yeah. And I had no idea what that was all about, so I asked her <laughs> last time she was on, and we had a broken podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just going to like, let's, let's role play a little bit. Oh, my gosh. I see you post these pictures of thousands (laughs) and millions of children. Oh, yes, yes. um, From China. Can you tell me what that's about? Yes, I can. So. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Of course, of course. This is so natural. Well done. I know, right? Um... (laughs) So the school that I went to, um, Loma Linda University, What's up, Loma Linda? Um, Shout out! Shout out, Loma Linda. They, every year, take first-year grads. In the summer between your first and second year of grad school, they take a small group to go do um, to go on a mission trip over to China. Um, my freshman year, I'm, or not my freshman year, hello, my first year. It was like my transitional year, so I had to do three years because I had to do some um, post back courses mm-hmm. because my undergrad was not in com sciences. Um, so I remember I can like picture it. If I close my eyes, they presented on the China trip at orientation. I had no idea prior to this. And I saw my dad after on my first day in school, I saw my dad after the first day and I was like, they go to China. I'm going to China. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to China. So doing anybody that knows me knows that this is very much Danny fashion. I had a year and a half until I would even, I think, be eligible to go, or like a year until I would be eligible to go.
1: Uh-huh. Maybe
0: even more than that, to be honest. Anyways, I emailed the professor. I'm like, hi, I'm Danny. I'm new to the program and I just really want to go to China. And that was pretty much what I did. So she knew my name and then I knocked on the door. Hi, is it time to apply for China yet? But get to that. <laughs> Anyways, um, they were crazy enough to take me. So we went to China. We worked in um a children's hospital over there. And we're really just the whole goal. Professor Benner does a fabulous job. She's the one that, that's her baby. She's the one that really started it. Um, and she does just a really good job of, our goal is to really just educate and collaborate um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and bring over some of the research that we've found, some of the techniques that we have, because you know, our culture is very different from the Chinese culture.
1: Oh yeah. It's a very
0: stoic culture. Um, and so we were watching therapy one time. Um, so I'd been twice. So the first time I'm a student still, and we're watching therapy and you couldn't tell if the kid was doing well or not. It was like, where's the feedback? Like if you ever were to see me in therapy, a kid does the smallest thing, not even right, but like halfway right. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm <laughs> pumped, right? I'm like, "Good job, you." Nice. Like I'm firing them up, right? But over there, it was like dirt dirt, dirt like very drill oriented. Yeah. Very little feedback. And so little things like that that it's like you got to like kids learn through play. Like that was a novel concept. Um kind of bringing over what we had learned about autism um mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, Bring over what we learned about autism, what we know about peds, feeding, and swallowing. So, I was on the peds, feeding, and swallowing team with my mentor and best friend, Dr. Sharp. and Shout, um, out. shout out, Dr. Sharp. <laughs> I got to text him like ASAP. <laughs> I mentioned you in a podcast and called you my bestie. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was on the peds, feeding, and swallowing team with him. So, we got to do some pretty cool stuff. Um, and that was with my uh, classmate Melissa. We were on that team. And anyways, just like, yeah. So we got to go over there. I mean, we did all the touristy stuff, but we're like working with the kids. And then we weren't even on the flight. We were on the flight home. And I like looked at Dr. Sharp and I was like, I'm coming back next year. He's like, yeah, you're coming back next year. So then I got to go (laughs) back after I graduated, which was really cool because then I wasn't a student. I still didn't know a damn thing, but I was able Mm -hmm. to be in more of like a mentorship role. So like, yeah, I knew enough to teach a little bit. So then when I saw an opportunity, like I got to teach one of the um, students that went, um, she was a year behind me in grad school. And that was like, I don't know, that was pretty cool then to have that shift. And um, yeah, we're just like, we're helping kids. Like there are these kids that, that I don't know, it, it's just all about helping the kids and that's what it comes down to. And that's like, that's everything. And then being able to collaborate at one point, we were at a table with like pediatric neurologists and like these crazy, stupid, smart people. I know that's like quite the oxymoron, but that's okay. anyways, it's like when he's you like know, stupid smartphone, stupid smartphone, <laughs> it's like, which we do often, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> yep, we do. Yes, but I'm I'm at a table with these like brilliant people, and it was like, when do you, when are you ever going to do that? And then ever be at a table with people like that, it would be rare in the United States to sit at a table with a pediatric neurosurgeon and a neurologist and all of the, and like these wicked smart people and have them look to a speech pathologist and ask questions. Like my first year I had a doctor tap me on the shoulder and ask what my professor was talking about. And I was like, I told him, I was like, I'm, I'm just a student. Like, and he's Uh like, okay. like the comment like it didn't matter how long you had been in school what your title was all that mattered is that we were helping the kid and like I didn't realize I knew that was special but I I'm almost reminded of how special that is every day that I'm here in the United States working because it's like doctors aren't and this is a very blanket over generalized statement but it can be Uh hard to get a hold of doctors it can be hard to collaborate with a a neurologist or something like that. And so, um, yeah. So not only did we get to help kids, um, but I got to like be in the presence of like some really brilliant people. And I just think that was so rad. So
1: that's so cool.
0: Yes. I'd go back in a heartbeat. Mm, Maybe not now with everything that's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we'll hold off. Yeah. Just a little bit. Give it a year. <laughs> yeah, I give it a year. So, yeah. But anyways, it was truly like one of my – that like changed – I mean, honestly changed the course of my life for sure. That whole trip. It was beautiful.
1: That's so cool. And you could see it in the pictures. Like the smile on your face was like pure oh, yes. joy. <laughs> That's the it only is. way I could explain it, it.
0: That trip turned me into a joy junkie, like 100%. I had felt joy. I remember sitting on the back of the bus and like – Dr. Sharp had made me laugh so hard that I, and I was like at this moment where I was like, I was in a relationship at the time that, you know, was kind of fizzling out, but I didn't want to accept it. Cause we were engaged, you know, that whole mm-hmm. thing. And then um, I remember just belly laughing and I was like, Holy shit. Like I haven't <laughs> belly laughed like this in so long. And it was like, "Oof." and then like, ever since then, it's been just this, like, I'm chasing the joy and like, Maybe that's, you know, there's not always joy, but as long as you, yeah. have, as long as you have, like, at least a, a, a little titch of joy, even yeah. on your rough days, you know, so, yeah. yeah, like I said, that trip turned me into a full-blown joy junkie, and you know, I'm
1: so like, cool. I it, I need it. That's why you're like, I love my job even when my day sucks. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah. People
0: are like, how do you like being a speech pathologist? I'm like, I love it so much. I that's always so tell people cool. if they're like, I have somebody that's very interested in going into speech. Can I give them your number or your email? And I'm like, yeah, but apologize to them ahead of time for referring them to me because I will talk <laughs> their hair off about how wonderful I think this field is.
1: Are <laughs> you ahead of time. Ladies and gentlemen, China. China. Enjoy. Ta-da! Ta-da! China. Ta-da! Okay, we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, 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 we can do that. We can nah. do that.
1: Not bad. I still got this thing on. Oh,
0: you poor thing. Is it casted?
1: No, it's just, oh. it's one of those tie-up braces with the metal pieces oh, okay. on the sides. <sighs> yeah. How'd you do that? It sucks ass. Shucked ass. <laughs> oh,
0: How did you do that? It
1: sucks ass. I was training a client oh, no. and... I had just told her to move her dumbbells because mm-hmm. she was about to do burpees into them. Mm-hmm. And she did her burpees. And then we did dumbbell snatches. Oh. You know what that is. You know what that yeah. you're a crossfitter, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Dumbbell snatches because they didn't have any kettlebells. Oh, okay. And then we dropped the dumbbells and started doing wide stance high knees. Oh, okay. And my foot landed on the dumbbell um, that I had just thrown down. Yeah. <laughs> and it went oh. <gasps> We heard a snap and oh. everything. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. But I got lucky. I didn't need surgery and it was it was swollen but it wasn't black and blue and I was just like, oh, good. so lucky. Yeah. I googled it when I was in pain and in their, you know, urgent care. Right. And like, there's people a lot worse off than I am, so <laughs>
0: you're such a good still hurt like, but i would have been like take me back now now i'm yeah. dying oh yeah <laughs> sure. dying. It, it, well the thing me. is
1: when it first happened it didn't hurt oh. i think that was probably the first time i've experienced shock because really? when i heard a snap i saw my foot go into a 90 degree angle <sighs> and it didn't hurt and i was like Maybe I dodged a bullet. And the rest of the night I was walking fine. I did the dishes, prepped my oh. coffee, cleaned the house, oh got everything gosh. ready for the next day. And I woke up and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't move. Oh, I can't God. walk. Oh. Yeah. That's awful. So oh, man. Now it's, it's at the point where I don't know if you've ever rolled an ankle or sprained an ankle, pulled anything down there.
0: I it rolled it
1: once. A long time to heal. Mm -hmm. But the last few weeks of healing, it doesn't hurt, and you think you're fine, and everyone keeps saying, don't get on your bike. Even my doctor, don't get back on the bike yet. Wait two more weeks at least, and I'm like, but it doesn't hurt. But I'm fine. Yeah, but you can, I know, I just, I just know from stories that you can re-injure yourself even worse the first First time. time. Oh, yeah. So, I'm so frustrated because... (laughs) I made a new spin playlist on <laughs> for Sunday and uh-huh. I listen to them in my car so I practice in my head what I'm going to do. Right. And as I'm practicing and yelling at my steering wheel, I start crying. I'm like, oh, oh, "What I want to do? I, I want <laughs> <I don't> to know. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> it's okay though. Oh, I no. I don't want to sound like a complainer, so Okay. It's just in the the frustrating phase where I'm like I think I've got my
0: bike.
1: Where you're like I feel better. Yeah. Cycling's my passion.
0: Cycling is life.
1: Like a live hashtag. Like live. live. Hold on, I'm IGing my Instagram. (laughs) I'm
0: IGing my Instagram.
1: (laughs) Sure, 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 Katie. Right, right. Sure, that ankle injury didn't go to your head.
0: (laughs) Your head. (laughs) Your head. <laughs> The other day, my dad was out in Chicago for um, business, and so Chicago uh-huh. is like an hour and a half from me, and it's pretty close to where I work west, so he was like, hey, let's meet up for breakfast, so we're talking, and I said something, and he starts laughing. It was not funny. I was like, <laughs> why are you laughing? He's like, you, you have a long A now. He said, you sound like you're in the Midwest, and I was like, no, I don't. He's like, yeah, you do. And then I was like, whatever, whatever. And so then I said something again, and it had the word mom in it. So I said, mom, and he's like, ha <laughs> <laughs> you are from the Midwest now. You <laughs> said, ma'am. I was like, shit,
1: That's good. funny. Miss Speech Pathologist. <laughs> oh, no, what the heck, man? What the hell? I need to do therapy, accent modification with myself. <laughs> well, then the the question then becomes speech. Speech therapy for which accent? I know. I don't know. Is a grammar what? thing or just a pronunciation I so. thing? I think it's a pronunciation thing. Ah. I, think,
0: I don't know. I have to self diagnose a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> coaches need coaches. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Walk into the clinic. Help me. I need <laughs> help.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Quick tip, ladies and gentlemen, quick water tip, because drinking water is super important. So important. Uh, would you like to expand on that? Drinking water?
0: <laughs> you want me to expand on it? Drink your water. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Don't be
1: an asshole. An asshole. Don't be an asshole Drink to your water. body. One quick water tip, ladies and gentlemen, is if you can, keep a water bottle in every room in your house. So that way you're not That's like, a oh crap. I left my water downstairs. No, you didn't. It's right there on your nightstand. You have a bedside water. You smart son of a bitch. <laughs> I do. And I thought right. this was a big water bottle until I bought the other one. Uh, yes.
0: So that's always been um. so way back when, when I was on the dating scene oh. earlier. Well, I guess it was like this time last year. I was working at a pediatric feeding and swallowing clinic and mm. one guy, we were on a date. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and he goes, so what do you do? And I was like, well, I'm oh, no, just... <laughs> he goes, well, what is like, yeah, but like, so you teach kids how to talk. And I was like, I hate when like, no, I don't just teach kids how to talk. I was like, no, I also work with feeding and swallowing. And he goes, <clears throat> swallowing. It's like and yeah, next, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> and he, you can tell he's like, like trying not to laugh. And I'm like, yeah, no, I work with feeds, feeding, and swallowing. That like, you know, we have swallowing disorders. And he goes, ha, ha. well, <laughs> like, all right, you're a child, and this date is over.
1: <laughs> Don't ever take me on a date. <laughs> 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 then I remember telling my friend
0: Rebecca, um, this is when I was in North Carolina, I was like, I'm just gonna start dra- like I'm like make it fun. Like I'm a swallowing specialist. <laughs> 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 have somebody go. Excuse me.
1: Did did you Sorry. say swallowing or or shallowing? Swallowing. Oh, my gosh. I don't think we could ever have a single conversation without laughing our asses off. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's impossible.
0: What is your podcast episode on? Uh, we just laugh at a bunch of stuff. So yeah. Be
1: honest. <laughs> Seriously. And I think this is a good time to give our listeners some background about the two of us. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, I want to say there isn't much. No, there's really not. <laughs> there really isn't. <laughs> Um, she used to be one of my spin students when I lived in Riverside and uh-huh. she was just so easy to know. like, I, I call people like you the ones I pick on, even though I don't really pick on people, Right? But like, you know, I'd go up to her bike and make faces and- uh-huh. And I'd giggle. Giggle, <laughs> laugh, walk away, you know. Um, but we just had this rapport between the two of us and mm-hmm. I don't think we really- I think we had we had conversations, but I don't think we really got to know each other until the last time we talked. I know for a podcast. <laughs> it's <very laughs> true. It's very true. But it's like it's like this instant clicking and oh yeah. yeah. There's there's just some people out there. You're like, we're meant to be friends. I don't yeah. care if you live in North cool. Carolina, Indiana, Riverside, California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You too can be friends with the swallowing specialist.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Well done. Well done.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't know if you want to say well done swallowing specialist. Oh, my cheeks hurt. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, dad, if you're listening to this. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Parental units.
0: <laughs> I don't think my okay. grandma knows how to podcast. I apologize to her on social media a lot, but I don't <laughs> think she knows how to podcast. I'm always like, sorry, grandma. And then I think, she's so cute. I think she thinks that like my Facebook, so she's on Facebook. And so I think she thinks that if I post a story on Facebook, because my Instagram and my Facebook are linked, right? So if uh-huh. I post a story on Instagram, it shows up on Facebook. I don't even mean oh, okay to. And, um, I think she thinks that I send them to her directly because she always responds. Thank you so much for sending sweetie. And sometimes it's me like drinking a beer or like, <laughs> like something I did for a workout or my, my shake. And I think she thinks like, it's so sweet. I think she thinks that I'm sending them directly to her. Cause she's always like, thank Aww. you so much. Love you. And I'm
1: like, love you too. You're welcome. Grandma. Yeah, you're welcome. Gram. You're so you're welcome. welcome. But anyway, funny. Yeah. But you know what? As long as she keeps thinking that, it's right. sweet. <laughs> I know. It's so sweet. It sounds sweet. Yeah. So how's your little bud? He's good. He went to, I hired a daycare. Is that how you say oh, good it? For you. I signed up for daycare. Yeah. That I found out is two houses down <laughs> from my house. Uh, Hello. Yeah. So I did that because um, I have my full-time job. Almost full time. I think it's 32 hours. And then I have. Um... <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Thanks. Well done. Um, and then I have my cycling classes and then I have my side hustle, Beautiful Beast. Right. And that's like the training and the life coaching. Yeah. And right now I'm trying to uh, knock out a lot of content. Super yeah. So, because I want it to be more consistent. Right, you know, I think people like consistency, so like every Monday is my podcast. and now every Friday is yeah. I don't know if you saw the ad for my cooking show. <laughs> quote unquote. <No. laughs>
0: it's so stupid.
1: It so unprofessional. Oh my God. look it up.: I Yeah, look excited. it up. It's so funny. So that's every Friday now on YouTube. Um, awesome. Wednesdays this is what I'm working toward, just so you know what okay. my goals are. Wednesdays are going to be called. Back in the day on Wednesday. Okay. And it's gonna be edited old videos from like 10, 12, 15 years ago. <laughs> Shenanigans. Bye. Just for fun because part of my channel is just part of Beautiful Beast is laughter. <laughs> so I figured I'll yeah. post some funny shit from back in the day. You know, like barking at car windows, doing my rendition of uh, the real world. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, I have a video of when my friends kidnapped me for my twenty fourth birthday and blindfolded me, and took me to my favorite restaurant. It's oh. so fun. It? So I thought it'd be fun. And I say back in the day on Wednesday because I'm a Dane Cook fan, and he says oh. in one of his skits that back in the day was always a Wednesday. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so um, awesome. Yeah. And then um, Tuesday and Thursday is going to be some sort of uh, content like why water is important or work right. workout, you know, that kind of thing with a video and a blog article that are the same topic. Fabulous! Look at you go. So long story short, I I did I got a daycare for Desmond so that I can work three hours twice a week on that stuff. That's good. That's fine. Yeah. Because yeah, I was knowing that you have
0: that time pressure is probably yeah. helpful. I do well when I'm like, like today I had two evals to write up and mm-hmm. I knew that I had this at eight o'clock and I was like, all right, I got to get this done. Like having that time for me, I'm a yeah. master procrastinator. So <laughs> it definitely helps. So that's good. Yeah. you.
1: It's exciting,
0: yay! I'm you, I'm excited, excited for you.
1: All of that, ladies and gentlemen, just came out of the question How's your little one? <laughs> <laughs> Daycare, YouTube, side yeah. hustles,
0: all of it.
1: Yep, but uh, he's doing great. He is <sighs> he's almost transitioning into five T pants.
0: Oh, a a boy pants.
1: Two and a half. Two and one half of a year. Five T pants. Big boy. My boy. That's not like I hate using this word. (laughs) Clearly not because I've used it five times, but he's not fat. Like I don't like using it on in reference to children.
0: Right, right. He's not fat, he's just big. He's healthy.
1: Yeah, he's a big kid. He's healthy.
0: I can tell you as a feeding therapist.
1: Oh. I'm like following. Feeding and following therapist. Yeah. I do
0: like to see chunky kids. I yeah. Happy when I see chunky kids, they're supposed to be trunk arc.
1: They are. Yeah. They're and little Buddha uh, bellies. Yeah. Like if you That's just, exciting. some people wouldn't agree with this, but if you just let them eat according to what their little bodies are telling them to eat, or not what they're, bodies are telling them to eat, but their bodies are saying, I'm hungry. So they eat and little bodies say I'm full. So they stop eating. They push the food away. If we stop trying to force feed them when they're not hungry or say, finish your plate or you don't get this, they're going to be chunky sometimes. And that's okay. And they're going to grow out of it and be at their normal their I want to say normal weight, whatever that means but um their appropriate whatever. weight yes. weight means nothing
0: <laughs> absolutely and if you think about In it so the, what were you gonna say what? sorry oh i was just gonna this say, say weight is just
1: the numerical value of the gra- t- gravitational pull
0: <laughs> yeah it doesn't mean a damn thing it's like yeah and then if you think about it so kids and dogs i watch my dog do it although sometimes he gets too excited he just doesn't eat but like kids Are so good at going, "Mm, I'm full, I don't want any more. And it's like we are, for whatever reason, whether we're conditioned as kids or then we grow up in diet culture or whatever, our leptin and ghrelin, I believe, the Mm -hmm. hunger and the satiety hormones are so jacked up. Yep. Or we're like, oh, I'm hungry, but I'm an athlete. I'm not supposed to be hungry. I'm supposed to be eating a bunch. So let me eat even though I'm not hungry. Or then it's like, I'm suppo- like, it's such, it's a hot, hot mess. There's yeah. a fabulous book um, called break free from emotional eating. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And it is so good about just like being in tune with your body and just mm-hmm. being like, I'm just going to listen. And then your body's going to say, Hey man, I'm hungry. And some days you might eat, you know, seven meals because your body was like holy smokes i'm yeah. hungry and some days you yeah. might eat two because you're like ah, i'm just not too hungry yeah. it's like we get so far away from that as adults yeah. because of diet culture but
1: is that one of the books that stemmed from intuitive eating uh yeah, yeah i think the, so. okay um
0: i yes i think so it okay. might even be the same author to be honest
1: um evelyn Trivoli and elise Grish, I want to say. I'm obsessed with that book right now because (laughs) I know I've said this. I feel like I'm I'm saying it over and over, but that book literally, which is another overused word, that book literally changed my life and my whole outlook on diet culture and all of that crap. Isn't that wild? Like it was so,
0: isn't it sad? So like um, Janine Roth, Breaking Free from Emotional Eating.
1: Okay. That name sounds familiar. She also wrote another
0: one, Women, Food, and God. So I haven't read that one yet. I have that one, but I haven't read it. Do you? Yeah. yeah, Let me know how it is. Okay. Because like, it was like so profound. I think I was maybe five pages in. And so like, okay, so not to get too far into it, but so seven-ish years ago, my mom died. And when she was sick, people, that's how, that's how we cope with things, right? Like, people are like, here, I made you food. And you're like, oh, thank you. And so then, Mm -hmm. like, as that evolved, you're like, oh, food equals comfort. And so then, as you go through, like, the more that I learn about trauma and stuff like that, another good one is the body keeps the score. It's all about- Mm. The Physiological Manifestation of Trauma, fabulous book. Anyways, but as I've learned more about trauma, it's like, you're not even thinking about it. I'm not even thinking about, hey, food equals comfort. But I was, it was just that like people, that's how people showed us love in a rough time, right? So then what do I do in a rough time? You turn to food and you're like, "Mm, I'm stressed. I'm going to eat, right? And so then it was like so profound. Five pages into this, she's like, listen to your body. And when your body's hungry, eat. And it was like, it's so 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 screwed up is it or then I you do a diet and they're like you need to eat six times a day or you do intermittent fasting and you need to eat one time a day or Mm -hmm. like ah you must have protein at this time and you must have this and it's like or the alternative is I just eat
1: their diet culture rules and what happens is I was doing the workbook for the intuitive eating book and it had Uh me list out all the diets I've been on and I went I don't think this is all of them, and holy crap, there were like 15 so diets. many, I'm sure. At least 15, including one where I was so desperate, I spent 50 bucks on a PDF <laughs> that told me to eat all fruit on the first day, all vegetables on the second oh, day, no. fruit and vegetables on the third day, no protein, uh-huh. no complex carbs, like from grains and <laughs> stuff like that, so... nothing. Yeah. And there was a pineapple diet. There was, um, of course, the low carb craze. Don't even get me started on that. (laughs) I had a friend the other day say, carbs are bad for you. I'm like, "Uh, no, your brain needs carbs to function properly. He's like, no, they're bad for you. I'm like, well... I don't like being one of those people that's like, I'm right, you're wrong. But if the National Academy of Sports Medicine tells me in a nutrition book that you need carbohydrates for your brain to function, right. I think I'm going to believe them. And he's like, Good. okay. <laughs> you yeah, anyway. I just,
0: yeah, go ahead. Oh, God. oh no, I was just
1: going to say it had me list out all these diets that I've been on. And what happens is, with each diet that you go on, you adopt a set of rules, whether you go off the diet or not, you adopt a set of rules. So even when you're not dieting, which is what I was, um, ladies and gentlemen, I put that in quotes when you're not dieting, which is what I was doing. I was finally like, I'm anti-diet and, you know, diet's not something you go on. It's just what you eat. And at the same time I was obsessively counting calories and yeah, if I didn't count my calories in my fitness pal, I would mm-hmm. feel like a piece of shit because I didn't yeah. track my calories. I didn't track right. my exercise. I wasn't tracking, tracking. Keep, and I finally went, I read this book and I'm like, oh my God, I'm free. So profound. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying. So so You're screwed <laughs> up. Ryan is so screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> so i okay i already know what present i'm going to send you for this interview
0: oh my gosh i don't need a
1: present yes You're you right. do like i'm gonna send a you the book <gasps> i'm gonna send you the book um i mean if it makes you feel better it's really cheap right now because they're coming out with the fourth edition in okay, july fair. i think but it's still it's such a good read
0: if you oh my God. listen to um mind pump it's a fantastic fitness podcast i love those guys I love right those now. guys. They're super just blunt. They give the research and they'll tell you like what works for them, but they always back it up with research. And recently they dove into low carb versus low fat diets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're for healthy men. So, mind pump. Yep. Those are the guys. Follow them on Instagram too because they're all fabulous. But, anyways, they went into the low carb thing. And so they said, Yes. Low carb has worked for us in some regards because what does it come down to a calorie deficit and do, and they, they do, they bring in the people that are like, you know, sure. It does work. Like for my stepmom, my stepmom does keto and she loves it, loves it. Yeah. It works for her. Right. Well, so for her, it balanced her hormones. And oh, okay, stuff like that. Gotcha. So she had some, so she did have some insulin resistance. Right me, somebody that didn't have insulin resistance, I went keto and I gained weight and I hated it and I felt miserable and my gut was messed up. And so it's like, we're all in end of one. And what, and my dieting quote unquote dieting history is going to be different than so-and-so's and like, you know, my genetic expression and all of that stuff. And, but those guys say all of that. And like, you don't find a lot of fitness people anymore that are like, here's what the research says. Here's what works for us. But disclaimer, that's not what's going to work for you. Because even if you are going to be keto, you might need to be keto in this expression, or you might need to be high carb in this expression. And like they go into it and it's like, Oh, fabulous. Like finally some people who aren't in it to like make money or like stand, you know, die on the hill for their diet. And they're like, Oh, Sometimes this works, sometimes this works, sometimes it doesn't work. Well,
1: it is what it is. So, highly recommend them. They are okay. fabulous. I started following them. I have another one for you to follow. Her name's Dr. Dr. Stephanie Reinold, and her podcast okay. is called It's Not About the Food. Ooh. I'm, yeah, it's so it's good. And right I love her. <laughs> But yeah, she goes into all this stuff and she's a doctor. She's a, a board certified psychiatrist and eating or Ooh. eating disorder specialist.
0: And Ooh. I think I'm her number
1: one fan. <laughs> Shout out. Huh?
0: Shout, Shout out. out.
1: And uh she did this. Oh man, I wonder if you're able to get into this, but she did this thing called the 12 diets of Christmas, and she cool. went through 12 diets. Um, in December and went over all of the study. well not all of them, but studies mm-hmm. and why they're good, why they're bad and it's good if you will. I think it's oh, 12 com. Okay. something simple okay, cool. but yeah, check it out. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, I love when people start speaking my language. <laughs> like in the language. Like this, yeah, this is this is <laughs> Like, I always felt I wanted to combine life coaching and personal training somehow, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like there was this piece missing with the diet portion. Like, you know, we know what we're supposed to do, but why aren't we doing it? And right. then I, my friend was like, have you ever heard of intuitive eating? And ever since then... I'm like, this is the answer to my question. So I feel Isn't it like sad that we have to label it, though.
0: That just like yeah, so sad just- that we have to label it. That that's a way of eating. Is yeah. Incredibly-
1: oh, somebody God. somebody said uh, if diet culture didn't exist, it would just be called eating.
0: <laughs> it's so freaking true. Yeah. And it blows my mind. Like you see you see people in their 80s and 90s that did not grow up in a diet culture as pervasive as ours, and you see them at a diner. and What are they eating? An ice cream probably yeah. a stack of pancakes probably because yeah. that's they woke up that morning and went I'm going to the diner with my wife after church and we're gonna have some pancakes
1: like yeah. and, and there, there was nobody like, behind the counter back in the day going oh my god there's carbs right that is gluten right like <laughs> oh, yeah, <the>
0: gluten. <laughs> I mean okay full disclosure I am primarily gluten-free just because I feel better on it but mm-hmm. that's about it I don't, but I do eat gluten and I don't label myself as gluten-free and like, I don't know. See, it's all about the
1: person, you know?
0: You are an N of one. Find your own expression of whatever the hell it is that you want to express. Be a gluten-free keto (sighs)
1: vegetarian. There you go. (laughs) But yeah, I just feel like this, (laughs) this is my calling. Like, I feel like I'm meant to, first of all... Re-teach, jobs. reteach myself how to become an intuitive eater since we're all born that way right and then teach other people how to do it you know yeah that's the missing piece with fitness mind body emotion Ooh, yes. spirit sh- crap shit and it's hard because you
0: have <laughs> yeah. like on a neurological level On a neurological level, those neurons fire and fire and fire and fire. So then it comes Uh down to, it is rooted in our brains that without even thinking about it, that's where our mind goes. Yeah. It's like, you have to, you literally have to override it. And like another one, Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Carolyn um, Leaf. Fabulous. Like, absolutely unreal. And it's all about, yes, post it in the show notes, but (laughs) fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. So anyways, Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you need some external motivation in the yes. form of a coach. For help.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's going to take me a while personally. Um, yeah. I, with all good intentions that my mom put me on diet pills when I was eight. Yeah. And she says, you, um, you begged me for those. And I'm like, mom, I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing. Right. I'm just saying, this is what it is. is, what it is. Like, right. you thought you were helping me. It's okay. Everything's okay. Everybody's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good, right? You turned but out fine. <laughs> I did. Well, maybe not mentally, you turned out but that's still not her fault
0: You turned out wonderfully. <gasps> Thank <You're> wonderful. you.
1: <sighs> Thank you. So, oh my gosh, I love having this conversation with people.
0: So fun. I'm glad we did this a second time because we didn't have this conversation first.
1: Yeah, see, you know, I'll, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to listen to the last one. Oh my gosh, I think we talked a lot about relationships. We did. <laughs> <laughs> um, side note, that's why we, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. There was a relationship mentioned that is no longer a relationship, and I was yeah. like, maybe we don't post that. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure we'll do it again in a few months okay
1: yeah so this was such an awesome conversation this I'm was so, good. so fun oh my gosh Thank that statement wasn't so canned or anything <laughs> <laughs> no but really I I love having that conversation and I think that this is a good place to end it okay. until next time of course obviously but I do have one question for you oh, that shoot. I ask everybody uh-huh. At okay. the uh-huh. end of each episode, which you already know, and I don't know if you remember your answer from last time, but Vaguely. I do. Um, sure. If you had one piece of advice that you could give to the world, what would it be? And I think you had four things. Drink your water. Call your people. Tell
0: people you love them. Don't live out of fear. Don't live out of fear. That would be, that's my recent one. Don't live behind walls. We put up walls. We get offenses up, right? Like somebody offends you in a relationship or something like that. And then we have walls built for the next one. We have friends that do us dirty. We have a job that did us dirty. Stuff like that because life happens. Don't live life from behind a wall. That would be my advice in this stage of my life is not to live
1: life behind a wall. Get the hell out there. Get the fuck out there and just go. Break down the fucking wall! Break down the wall!
0: Yeah!
1: <laughs>
0: if you totally hate uh, that, you can totally
1: edit the other. No, one that was awesome! That was awesome! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hold on! That was way too sex, That's sex sultry. kitten. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Newcomb signing off. Until next Bye. time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>